Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs seven days a week. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded live and interactively from our live streams on YouTube, Facebook, X, and Twitch, which we do Monday through Saturday. You're welcome to join the conversation on any of our social media platforms at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline. Share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is February 26th. That means it is day 57 of the one-year Bible. Day 57 is going to start us out in the book of Leviticus, chapter 19. So if you'd like to get turned there, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for this time that you've given us. We thank you for our podcast and for being able to be on the radio. We ask that your Holy Spirit would dwell in us and breathe through us. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit would live in the very words that we are taking in today and just come into us through those words and brighten our day, lift us up, lift up our heads, motivate us today, and help us to make every decision based on this word that we take in today. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Leviticus chapter 19, starting in verse 1. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the children of Israel, and tell them, You shall be holy, for I, Yahweh your God, am holy. Each one of you shall respect his mother and his father. You shall keep my Sabbaths. I am Yahweh your God. Don't turn to idols, nor make molten gods for yourselves. I am Yahweh your God. When you offer a sacrifice of peace offerings to Yahweh, you shall offer it so that you may be accepted. It shall be eaten the same day you offer it and on the next day. If anything remains until the third day, it shall be burned with fire. If it is eaten at all on the third day, it is an abomination. It will not be accepted, but everyone who eats it shall bear his iniquity because he has profaned the holy thing of Yahweh and that soul shall be cut off from his people. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not wholly reap the corners of your field, neither shall you gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall not glean your vineyard, neither shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and for the foreigner. I am Yahweh, your God. You shall not steal. You shall not lie. You shall not deceive one another. You shall not swear by my name falsely and profane the name of your God. I am Yahweh. You shall not oppress your neighbor, nor rob him. The wages of a hired servant shall not remain with you all night until the morning. You shall not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but you shall fear your God. I am Yahweh. You shall do no injustice in judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor show favoritism to the great, but you shall judge your neighbor in righteousness. You shall not go around as a slanderer among your people. You shall not endanger the life of your neighbor. I am Yahweh. You shall not hate your brother in your heart. You shall surely rebuke your neighbor and not bear sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance 
nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am Yahweh. You shall keep my statutes. You shall not cross-breed different kinds of animals. You shall not sow your field with two kinds of seed. Don't wear a garment made of two kinds of material. If a man lies carnally with a woman who is a slave girl, pledged to be married to another man, and not ransomed or given her freedom, they shall be punished. They shall not be put to death, because she was not free. He shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, to the door of the tent of meeting, even a ram or a trespass offering. The priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering before Yahweh for his sin which he has committed, and the sin which he has committed shall be forgiven him. When you come into the land and have planted all kinds of trees for food, then you shall count their fruit as forbidden. For three years it shall be forbidden to you, it shall not be eaten. But in the fourth year all its fruit shall be holy, for giving praise to Yahweh. In the fifth year you shall eat its fruit, that it may yield its increase to you. I am Yahweh your God. You shall not eat any meat with the blood still in it. You shall not use enchantments, nor practice sorcery. You shall not cut the hair on the sides of your head, or clip off the edge of your beard. You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. I am Yahweh. Don't profane your daughter to make her a prostitute, lest the land fall to prostitution, and the land become full of wickedness. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am Yahweh. Don't turn to those who are mediums, nor to the wizards. Don't seek them out to be defiled by them. I am Yahweh your God. You shall rise up before the gray head and honor the face of the elderly, and you shall fear your God. I am Yahweh. If a stranger lives as a foreigner with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. The stranger who lives as a foreigner with you shall be to you as the native born among you, and you shall love him as yourself. For you lived as foreigners in the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh your God. You shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in measures of length, of weight, or of quantity. You shall have just balances, just weights, a just ephah, and a just hin. I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You shall observe all my statutes and all my ordinances, and do them. I am Yahweh. Next, we continue in Leviticus chapter 20, starting in verse 1. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Moreover, you shall tell the children of Israel, any one of the children of Israel, or of the strangers who live as foreigners in Israel, who gives any of his offspring to Molech, shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone that person with stones. I also will set my face against that person, and will cut him off from among his people, because he has given of his offspring to Molech, to defile my sanctuary, and to profane my holy name. If the people of the land all hide their eyes from that person, when he gives gives of his offspring to Molech, and don't put him to death, then I will set my face against that man and against his family, and will cut him off, and all who play the prostitute after him, to play the prostitute with Molech from among their people. The person that turns to those who are mediums and wizards to play the prostitute after them, I will even set my face against that person, and will cut him off from among his people. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am Yahweh your God. You shall keep my statutes, and do them. I am Yahweh, who sanctifies you. For everyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon himself. The man who commits adultery with another man's wife, even he who commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. The man who lies with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. 
their blood shall be upon themselves. If a man lies with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have committed a perversion. Their blood shall be upon themselves. If a man lies with a male, as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon themselves. If a man takes a wife and her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burned with fire, both he and they, that there may be no wickedness among you. If a man lies with an animal, he shall surely be put to death, and you shall kill the animal. If a woman approaches any animal and lies with it, you shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. If a man takes his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and sees her nakedness, and she sees his nakedness, it is a shameful thing. They shall be cut off in the sight of the children of their people. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness. He shall bear his iniquity. If a man lies with a woman, having her monthly period, and uncovers her nakedness, he has made her fountain naked, and she has uncovered the fountain of her blood. Both of them shall be cut off from among their people. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, nor of your father's sister, for he has made his close relative naked. They shall bear their iniquity. If a man lies with his uncle's wife, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. If a man takes his brother's wife, it is an impurity. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We're now in the book of Mark, chapter 8, starting in verse 11. The Pharisees came out and began to question him, seeking from him a sign from heaven and testing him. He sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Most certainly, I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. He left them and again, entering into the boat, departed to the other side. They forgot to take bread and they didn't have more than one loaf in the boat with them. He warned them, saying, Take heed, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. They reasoned with one another, saying, It's because we have no bread. Jesus, perceiving it, said to them, Why do you reason that it's because you have no bread? Don't you perceive yet or understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, don't you see? Having ears, don't you hear? Don't you remember when I broke the five loaves among the five thousand? How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They told him, Twelve. When the seven loaves fed the four thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They told him, Seven. He asked them, Don't you understand yet? He came to Bethsaida. They brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. He took hold of the blind man by the hand and brought him out of the village. When he had spat on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. He looked up and said, I see men, but I see them like walking trees. Then again, he laid his hands on his eyes. He looked intently and was restored and saw everyone clearly. He sent him away to his house, saying, Don't enter into the village, nor tell anyone in the village. Jesus went out with his disciples into the villages of Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that I am? They told him, John the baptizer, and others say, Elijah, but others, one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, You are the Christ. He commanded them that they should tell no one about him. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He spoke to them 
openly. Peter took him and began to rebuke him. But he, turning around and seeing his disciples, rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you have in mind not the things of God, but the things of men. He called the multitude to himself with his disciples and said to them, Whoever wants to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, and whoever will lose his life for my sake and the sake of the good news will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what will a man give in exchange for his life? For whoever will be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man also will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. Next, we are going back into the Old Testament. We're now in the book of Psalms, chapter 42, starting in verse 1. For the chief musician, a contemplation by the sons of Korah. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants after you, God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food, day and night, while they continually ask me, Where is your God? These things I remember, and pour out my soul within me, how I used to go with the crowd, and led them to God's house, with a voice of joy and praise, a multitude keeping a holy day. Why are you in despair, my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall still praise him for the saving help of his presence. My God, my soul is in despair within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mizar, deep calls to deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and your billows have swept over me. Yahweh will command his loving kindness in the daytime. In the night, his song shall be with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I will ask God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones. My adversaries reproach me while they continually ask me, where is your God? Why are you in despair, my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall still praise him, the saving help of my countenance and my God. And now we finish in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 17. He is in the way of life who heeds correction, but he who forsakes reproof leads others astray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this, your word, for what you've given us today. Lord, we treat it as a gift. We treat it as a present that you have given us today. Lord, we pray that we would be grateful for it as we go about our day. We pray that we would meditate on what we've taken in today. And we ask, Lord, that you would light our path today, that each detail of every activity that we do today would be deeply affected by what you've given us, what you've said to us. We take this as a conversation between you and us, that we can take this to heart. We can take it to the bank, that it will cut through through the murmurings of the day, that it will cut through everything else that we consume or that we witness today, that this will penetrate and change the way that we look at everything. It will be a lens that we use today, right now, in this hour, as we go about the next thing that we do today. And we thank you, Lord, that you care enough to do this for us each day. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us, and please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.